Welcome to the Kim B. Davis Show. Here we'll talk to the leaders in technology, culture, business, and the arts. We'll cover politics, advocacy, motherhood, writing, mental health, and mostly we'll focus on hope. Join Kim B. Davis, author, playwright, radio personality, event consultant, professional speaker on the Kim B. Davis Show. Welcome to the Kimmy Davis Show. Good morning. This morning we are talking health and wellness and we have Mr. Eric Harp. He is a certified fitness trainer. He has a master's in physical education. He is also an actor in films, theater, and commercials. Good morning, Mr. Eric Harp. How are you? Oh, well, Mrs. Davis, good morning to you. It is so nice to be here. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you for being love, on our I love, show. I love to hear all the, I love to hear, you know, my name and a little bit of something behind it, so it's all good. That's <laughs> always a blessing. Sometimes we don't realize how much stuff we actually do and have behind our neck. Every day is every day. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's get to it. So there is a lot going on in the world. So we know, um, this is July now. It feels like we've, we've been here for a year. But a couple months ago, we saw Ahmaud Arbery murdered live on video. We heard the eyewitness accounts from Breonna Taylor's boyfriend. We saw protests erupt. We saw the agonizing and horrific video for George Floyd. We watched protests erupt across this nation. We saw the video for Rashard Brooks. And then we thought maybe change is coming because NASCAR said, we're going to get rid of the Confederate flag. And I don't know if you saw it, but Bubba Watson, they had this big parade and he was out front and they were supporting Black Lives Matter. It was a beautiful moment. And then we saw from a video that he posted, there was a noose. I guess in the area where he preps his, his vehicle or his team preps his vehicle. In the space of all of that, and I know you're a fitness trainer, so I know you're gonna tell us you know, how to stay healthy during all this, but we talk about health and wellness. How do we balance that mind and body? And first, how are you feeling about all of this as not only an American, but as a black American man? Well. Glad you asked that question. I mean, there's a lot of questions in that one question. And um, the unfortunate thing is we see way too many people dying. Mm -hmm. We see way too many of this. You just named a few and there's many more and there's many more videos coming out, many more confessions coming out, many more, many more old stories coming out of the woodworks and, you know, that your grandmother used to tell you that the truth will come to light. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Um, it's very unfortunate. Um, <laughs> this world that we live in is, uh, is ever-changing. Um, however, the more things change, the more things stay the same. And what we're finding out as people have to look in the mirror and face those ugly truths um, concerning racism, sexism, chauvinism, and many other isms. Um, but 
to slow down a little bit. What we're seeing right now, what we're seeing right now is this struggle for not just identity um, and acceptance, but it's that struggle with finding out what can you accept? Mm -hmm. What can you take? What can you not take? And these demonstrations, these protests, um, a lot of things have come to head. Unfortunately, with the coronavirus, the COVID-19, uh, many situations with, our, uh, with the virus and the potential spread of the virus, now that throws another element on protesting, getting together, and attitudes towards one another. So I know it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to absorb. And this leads right into our mental health. Uh, you know, we have our physical health, our mental health, and dare I say, our spiritual health. Mm -hmm. And they're all equally important. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trained in the physical. Um, however, we all need help with our mental health. And to constantly look in our news, in our phones, in our news feeds, and however we get our information, we're constantly finding out that there's more and more stories, more and more intolerance. There's a little um, light shining through with progress being made. Uh, however, I will, I, will, I will end this on the Bubba Wallace story uh, with NASCAR because this has all of these things trapped in the one. Um, so they find a noose. They find a rope shaped like a noose inside his carport where, where, where his car is kept. Um, from what I understand, it wasn't him, Bubba Wallace himself, that found it and raised uh, a, a lot of noise about it but it was the crew members. NASCAR stepped in, the FBI got involved. Um, the rope shaped like a noose. Then they say it was used as a door pull to hold the door open. Um, however, no one else in the entire NASCAR field of drivers and crew members had another door pull shaped like a noose. So, the story is going to continue. Uh, but the newest wrinkle is the president. Our president, 45th president of the United States, chimed in on Twitter as early as yesterday, as late as yesterday, mm -hmm. and asked the question, why hasn't Bubba Wallace apologized and thanked all of the people who stood by his side during this racial turmoil to only find out it was a hoax? Mm -hmm. And that just pours salt onto the wound because as we try to heal as a nation with our racial tensions, uh, we have our we have our elected leader singling out African American athletes and then vilifying them and making it seem like the trouble that they cause is trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Um, as we, as we look for sports and entertainment and other things to take our minds off of this COVID-19 and coronavirus, the things that we are put into our minds are these horrible stories, these horrible situations and scenarios in an election year, during tax time, at the 
hottest time of the year. <laughs> it all crescendos and we need to find some other options. So I'm glad that that even leads us into the physical health, some of the things that we can do. So forgive me for talking so much. However, our physical health, we need to find things to do. And if I may, I'll continue Please. and say, with our physical health, we'd have to find some things to do. This is, this is one of the most challenging times of our, of our lives. It's hot. It's too hot to go outside and move around, what some people say. We have to hydrate, have to drink a lot of water if you're going to be outside, whether you're moving around or standing around. You have to drink a lot of water. Eat. Eating. You have to eat. It's a, it's a very important thing. However, we need to watch how we eat, mm -hmm. especially in these times when we're sitting around most of the time, sitting around based on lack of activity and options. We have to eat smarter. Three meals a day? Well, six meals a day. Do a breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. And in between those, do a light meal. That will keep your metabolism going but we have to eat the right foods. We have to balance our fats and our proteins and all of our nutrients. And I'm not gonna get all into that at this moment, but we have to eat. And then the final thing is we have to move. We have to move. Now, whether we stretch, just bend over and reach for your toes, try it. It's gonna be a little difficult, but try it again. It gets easier. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And since we have all this time, no time like the present to just stand up straight, take a deep breath and reach for your toes. Stand back up and reach for your toes. Now you just did a stretch. Stand up and let's try another stretch. And it <laughs> sounds simple and it is simple. However, we just need to train our mind to do it. The first step is to do it. And then after you do it, you'll look for something else. Stand on your tippy toes and reach for the ceiling. Hold your arms out to the side and go side to side. Now, those are just stretches. We can march in place. For those who can, get down on the floor. Stretch on the floor. Might lead into a sit-up or two, a crunch, which might lead into turnover onto your stomach. And try a, a plank. Just hold yourself up. Try that for about 20 seconds. Rest and then do it again. Tomorrow, we'll do it again. And it gets easier and easier. Now, I don't want to make light of anything. This is a very hard time to do. It. In fact, as a trainer, not having any clients or any gyms to work out in right now, it's a struggle. It's a struggle and believe me, I understand. I have to do it too. So I encourage anyone to just get out there and do it. Awesome. Sorry, I, so I have some questions for you. You mentioned sure. <laughs> it's okay. You gave us a lot of food to chew on. <laughs> So you talk about drinking water, and yes. I know I've always heard you're supposed to drink eight to 10 glasses of water. Is that true? 
Should you drink more or less? Or is it based on your weight, your metabolism? Well, first off, eight to 10 is a good number. Go for it. Go for it. Might do a little more. You don't want to do less. But you might do a little more. You might even, start, might even start to replace some of those other drinks with more water. Water's good for you. You can't OD on it. It's good for you. Okay. Um, so the next question. You talked about yeah. having three salad meals and three light meals, or what I always call our snacks. And I have trained with professional trainers before and they've always suggested that to me. So what if you are a person who loves chocolate or you love cake or you love cookies and every day because we are still struggling with COVID-19 and we can't go anywhere, mm -hmm. you're like, you know what? I bought a case of pop. I'm just going to drink a half a can of pop and have one chocolate chip cookie. Is there an optimal time for you to do that during the day and still work out? So can you, I guess basically my question is, can you eat something bad and then work out and hope that it burns that off? Okay. Well, putting things in terms of good and bad, um, you know, I know that's an easy way to, to, to try to look at things. Um, ingredients. <laughs> The same ingredients in a cake could be could be in something very healthy as well. Uh, so it's not that the cake is unhealthy. Um, we're all we're all entitled to snacks and desserts. Uh, however, we don't want to make the snacks and desserts become the main meal. Um, we, we we do comfort foods, things that make us comfortable, things that things that are easy to make, things that are easy to acquire. Um, not everybody cooks. I know it's, it can be difficult, mm -hmm. but you don't have to cook a fruit and a fruit is sweet as well. So a banana, an apple, a peach, a plum, those are, those can be just as sweet as cakes as well mm -hmm. and easy to bite into. So it's, uh, it takes a little bit in the mind before the reaches the body. Um, we have to look at things a little differently. Um, you like chocolate? I love chocolate too. Uh, try chocolate later in the day. Uh, try chocolate after you have the salad. Um, that way you can get the little sweet taste. You don't have to eat the whole candy bar. Maybe just take a small wrapped up piece of chocolate. There's nothing wrong with enjoying yourself. It's when we replace our meals with the chocolate. That's when the problem starts. Gotcha. So, you know, I'm an avid walker. So I walk every day, about 45 miles a day. And yes, I walk in the heat and I just walk a little bit slower, put on a sun hat. Is walking something that you would recommend to people because they are talking about everybody's gaining weight and the COVID-15, I call it the COVID-30, is, is a real thing. Like you said, we're all eating more because we're, we're inside. Would you suggest that people stretch and then walk or would you suggest that they do something a little bit different to help them get started on their physical uh, journey? Walking is definitely, definitely in the program. You got to move. 
It's not about how fast you move. It's about moving. So walk. Yes, walking is great, not just for exercise, but it's, it's for your entire physical health, mm-hmm. for your posture, for, 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 for the bones, the muscles, the joints, all of it. Walking is great. Now, after you walk, if you have a little bit more, do a little bit more. If you're able to do more, do more. There's nothing wrong with it. We don't have to look at easy and hard, good and bad. Just try it. It might be fun. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. So get a walking partner. Get somebody that put some headphones on and play your favorite music and just move. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so now, and I know you're a father, and we're going to come back to some of the things that we were talking about earlier in terms of the things that you might say to your son. But as families, what are some things that we can do to engage in fitness as a family? Well, it's, it's, it's better to do as a group. So encourage, encourage that loved one, that relative, to get out and walk with you. And on those days that you don't feel like doing it, well, maybe your partner will encourage you. And it becomes a team effort. It's always great to get in shape together, to enjoy the stories and the journeys. Uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it, sometimes it is easy. But it's fun. <laughs> it's fun and it's worth it. And... I've never come across anyone that regrets once they get where they where they go, regret it. So try it. Great question. Awesome. So if someone is struggling with motivation, what is something that you do to help yourself mo- to keep yourself motivated that you would tell someone else to do? Well, motivation motivation is the big key. Um, some of us are self-motivators. Some of us need other motivation, whatever it, whatever it takes, go for it. Um, what I like to do is I like to do it early in the morning. So I look forward to the next day. Um, but when I wake up, I'm going to try this. So when I wake up, I'm going to do this. And if I get it done and when I get it done early in the day, then the rest of the day just seems to fall into place. Um, for those that have trouble sleeping, work out. You'll get nice and tired. For those that have trouble eating, work out. You'll build up an appetite. Um, for those that are looking for a little peace of mind, it's amazing how getting tired a sweat can clear your mind or at least just make you think about something else for a few moments. <laughs> So um, motivation, motivation is something that we all need. If it's music, play your favorite music. Um, if it's a favorite pair of shoes or a color or a favorite gym, if you have a workout partner, use what you got. And then they will in turn motivate you back because looking at a, a, a nice pair of running shoes sitting in the closet like, I need to use those. I need to use those. That's a little motivation too. Absolutely. Um, You know, one of the things I talk a lot about mental health, and one of the things I always tell people, walking is what saved me. 
because they gave me an opportunity, one, have time to myself, but number two, walking, listen to my favorite music, whatever I am distressed about, angry about, upset, sad, whatever. I can pray about it as I walk and just, as I always like to say, I'm walking my problems outside of my body. I'm walking it down to the ground. And so it's, it's a great thing to do. So I want to switch gears because you are a father. So we were talking about all the different things that we've seen. What are some things that you have been telling your son that you'd like to share to tell him how to navigate this world? Because we're having these conversations as parents and we've been talking about how we've always had to have the talk, but has the talk increased lately because of what yeah. we've seen? I'm sorry, I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to jump in on your question. It, it has in my household. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope so. I'm raising a young man, a young black man to put into this world. He's a, he's a teenager, almost ready to start driving. So this is a, this is a time that we're, we're, we're definitely teaching about respect, self-respect, respect for others. Um, and we're also talking about being able to voice your opinion. I want him to be able to voice his opinion. I want him to be able to analyze the situation, to see it for what it is. Because not every, not every white person is evil. Not every black person is lazy. Not every woman is. You know, I want to make sure that we don't categorize and generalize. Now, sometimes we do. Sometimes we fit into that. But we have to be smarter to know that we're all humans. We're all men and women. We're all American. Well, you know what I mean <laughs> for, for I this situation. If we're here, if we're here in Detroit, we're all Detroiters. If we're New Yorkers, we're New Yorkers. Or however you can subclassify, you will find that there are people that are just like you. And it's not everyone. It's not that uh, any particular group is inherently bad. So as we do that, I have to make, make sure that my son knows his self-worth and the worth of others. And to just keep your eyes open. Keep your ears and your eyes open. Be slow to speak and quick to hear. Mm -hmm. And these are just some of the things that, 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 I'm, that I'm telling them. And these are some of the things that I'm reinforcing. Sounds like, sounds like some of my grandmother's teachings that are coming back to me. And, and, and it just makes me so glad to have had some uh, virtues instilled in me. And I give credit to the people that did it. And I want to make sure that I pass that on. And I hope that everyone who hears this has, has something that they can lean on, some positivity that they can lean on. Open that Bible. Go talk to your elders and take a little something about how it was so we can learn how it should be. Absolutely. You know, and this was just yesterday because every day we wake up to something new. And just yesterday I saw a video of a group of guys, I guess they were in Bloomington, Indiana. I don't know if you saw the video. And they cut across some, it looks like forested land or, or what have you. And it turns out they were assaulted and attacked by a group of white men 
who said you invaded our property. They were on their way to go swim. It was the 4th of July. It was hot. And they were just going to do something simple to enjoy the day. But one of, one of the uh, black men was captured by the white guys, pinned against a tree, and they were going to lynch him. And you can see from the video, there are several videos where people are screaming, let him go, let him go, let him go. You know, I, I know we say that we understand how we got here, but as someone who has worked in Hollywood, you've seen images portrayed on the big screen and on the stage. And then as a fitness trainer working in health and wellness, you get a chance to work with different people and you see, is there something that makes people act like this? Or, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to rationalize behavior. Well, uh, I will admit that that was a little bit above my uh, pay grade and uh, uh, degree <laughs> certification. Uh, however, however, that's the age-old question. That's mm -hmm. one of the, I mean, this is something that has been going on since the start of time. Why can't we get together? Why can't we all get along? Um, this is that age-old question. However, when we see these instances that are nothing new, mm -hmm. will happen again. They're on video, they're caught. They're now documentation of, your, of, of an individual's hate. And many of us may have a moment of regret. We have several moments of regret, um, but there's many things that come into this, that mob mentality. Um, uh, I can't explain, I can't explain hate. I can't explain prejudice. I just know when it rears this ugly head, it takes over. And it, it's just unfortunate that we will continue to go through this. Hate, whether it's inflicted upon ourselves or inflicted upon others. Love needs to take over, and uh, I encourage everyone to open up the Bible and read it. Learn something. Hopefully, that, hopefully we can get there sometime, some way. But I've had the, I don't, I've had the opportunities, not a pleasure, but we live life, and we see these things, whether we see it on video, whether we see it in person. Hate is hate, and it's everywhere. And it is up to us to find that self-love so that we can now spread it to the next one and the next one. And hopefully, that'll be all. Hate is hate. Jealousy is jealousy. And of the seven deadly sins, they're the worst. Uh, so... Um, it's just amazing to me. And as I teach my son, I just want him to keep his eyes and his ears open. So I teach him that he can go anywhere. He can do anything. And I don't want him to not feel like he can't do something. But as we traverse this thing we call life, we have to find out our limits. 
and find out what we can stand for and what we can't stand for. And as we're constantly finding our limits, we have to do it from the inside. From the inside. We don't have to let other people decide what we can take and what we can't take. We have to do that from the inside. And that's part of that mental health. You know, run around a little bit. Let the physical health increase the mental health. Let the mental health increase the spiritual health. And then maybe we can all put it together and become a greater people and a greater nation. That is a great point because I tell people anytime your physical health is off, your mental health or your spiritual health, you are off balance and things will go wrong. So that is great that you said to start from the inside because it's not just starting from the inside and trying to fix society. It's also starting from the inside and trying to fix ourselves. So staying hydrated, making sure that we eat well. What is your opinion? Because I know a lot of people talk about supplements and, um, I take supplements for different things. Do you have a particular um, advice that you would give people if they are deficient in certain things? Like if they don't like veggies, is there a supplement that you can take? If they don't eat fish, is, is there a supplement that they can take? Well, uh, the truth is that yes, supplements. Supplements are everywhere. Um, our food is bioengineered. So there are a lot of things that are added to our foods that you wouldn't normally get in nature, uh, but we have to do research. Um, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but it's out there. It can be done. Research. If you notice, if your doctor tells you that you may be deficient in a particular nutrient, there are other ways to get that nutrient. Um, this leads back to, are we gonna make cake dinner? Are we going to eat something a little healthier? Um, supplements are everywhere. You can put things in your bottle of water. You can take it by pill. Um, there are many different supplements that, that will work very well for you. However, nothing replaces exercise. Nothing replaces exercise and hydration. You have to, you have to, you have to drink water. You have to move around. And how you get your other nutrients, I would hope that we find a, a way to eat better foods. But then that would also require us to shop at better markets, mm -hmm. um, which may force us to spend a little money. So I know that there's some budgets that are involved, but it can be done. It can be done. And fruits grow on trees. And they're not that expensive. So look into fruits and you will get all of the supplements that you need naturally. But just have to look it up. You have to take the time to investigate. Use that phone. Use that computer. Learn how to pronounce that word and let your Google Assistant tell you what it is. All right. Last question. So yes. there are so many different diets. There's the keto diet, there's the South Beach diet, there's the Atkins diet, all these different things. As a certified fitness trainer, would you recommend any of those or would you say good old fashioned, you gotta eat healthy and you have to exercise and drink lots well, of water? Diet is just one part of it. That's okay. the eating. That's the eating. 
we still have to move. We still have to exercise. We still have to put in some other work. Eating is, eating is the most important part of it because we have to eat to stay alive. But sometimes we get hooked on the word diet and whatever word comes in front of diet, you know, then that's the buzzword. But we have to eat. My, my suggestion is use that computer or phone and look it up. Look and see what it is. Look at words like hyperglycemic and see what it means. Look at words that you may not be comfortable with and see what it means. As we get older, as we age, there are things that happen to our bodies that we are just not aware of. And so there are foods that will continue to keep you moving, keep you young. <laughs> we are as young as you feel. Um, but listen, the, 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 the most important thing is eat. Eat healthy, eat healthier, and move around. And things will fall into place. May take a little while, but we have nothing but time. So let's do it. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, Eric Hart, for being on the show. Tell us how we can reach you, how we can find out more to talk to you if we have questions about physical education, food, mental health, any of those things. Well, Eric Harp can be found on Facebook under Eric Harp, E-R-I-C-H-A-R-P, like the instrument. Um, currently, I am training and doing fitness classes out of a gym in Westland, Michigan called the Forum Fitness Center. And you can find me at theforumfitnesscenter.com. Um, and as this coronavirus, COVID-19, starts to make our way through, then I will have other, other options available for new clients. And I will let you know so you can uh, put that out there as well. Mrs. Davis, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. Hart, for being on the show. You have been watching the Kim B. Davis Show. Thank you so much for watching and tuning in. And always remember, be magnificent. Be magnificent. Thank you. <laughs>